Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. He is Lindsey Crosby. It's been a while since I've seen him, but that's because he's been just a little bit busy. And I may get into that a little bit later on because I'm okay. actually very proud of Lindsey, and I think it's a very cool thing that he did. However, the most important thing right now is the Braves are playoff bound, regardless that they lose every other game that they play leading up to the playoffs. The Braves had a little small champagne toast uh, in the clubhouse on Sunday after the game because they have officially locked up a playoff spot. Obviously, they're not done, but uh, they are officially in the playoffs. They're saving the champagne shower and everything for when they clinch the East, and the magic number is six. And so you you need three victories over the Phillies to do that. So you play two on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, conceivably, you can clinch in Philadelphia if you win three out of four. Well, and the thing is, is that's the next point that's on the list, Lindsay, is uh, you clinch the NL East, mm-hmm. and you could possibly, I'm not saying, it, it, we've already talked about it, it's hard to sweep a team. Yeah. You get a sweep, you could possibly even clinch home field advantage if the Dodgers don't do well as well. Yeah, you have, uh, you're up six games on on the Dodgers, you don't play them again this year, so you just have to finish six games above them. And if you right, like, so pretty much, if you, if you both teams win every game, when there's when you play one fifty four or one fifty six, when you mm-hmm. win one fifty six, you're done. You've won it. There's no way they can catch you. And so if they drop a couple and you win the whole thing, you can start clinching uh, home field as well. But for the NL East, the ideal scenario to me, they have an off day on Thursday. It's a Wednesday's a getaway day. They'll leave Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They'll fly to Miami. They'll have the off day in Miami and then play on Friday. So honestly, the goal should be win two out of the first three on Monday and Tuesday and then win Wednesday, celebrate Wednesday night on the plane. You have a day in Miami to sleep it off yeah. and we don't get that weird lineup you always get the day after you clinch where it's full of backups. You can just go back to the regulars on Friday. So here's the funny part. is before we get on here, Lindsay's talking about that and there's possibilities that we could do, and he starts throwing out names. I got to be honest with you. You put a gun to my head, and you started asking me last year and year before, like, what names were out there, and you threw out a name. I mean, we, we will start throwing out catchers that I've never heard of. It's almost like we trade for people to bring them in and give them some playing time as a tryout. But I know you can't do that, but I'm just saying – you yeah. were throwing out Nate Austin Riley was playing first at one point last year, which I completely Chadwick forgot about until Trump you brought it was up. Was the starting catcher like? Yeah, you were giving so many guys days off. Yeah, yeah. When you when you won the East, and it's it's always like that. Any team that wins their division, they they, they party that night. The next day, the lineup is just full of all five guys of your bench are starting the next day. You're going to see an outfit of like Kevin Pillar, Eddie Rosario. And right. um, uh, Forest Wall is going to be your starting line, your starting outfield yeah. the day after you clinch. You're going to see Luke Williams playing shortstop. <laughs> it's like it's I, nuts. I abs- I, it, the thing is, I absolutely love it too because some of these guys do need some time before yeah. the playoffs get here. Because you mentioned Wall, for instance. I mean, they, he's literally they've talked about it all year long. They want to bring him along because they're going to need him in pinch running situations because mm-hmm. that's what you need in the playoffs. So you need those guys to get a little bit of time. All right, let's talk and a we've little seen, bit about... And we've yeah. seen Snit try some things like that. So in the series against the, the, the Pirates, we're about to recap that, Travis yeah. Darno got two consecutive starts because mm-hmm. Snit wanted him to, to have that 
muscle memory of playing back-to-back like that in case they need him to do it in the postseason because it's been so long since he started multiple games in a row. So, like, they're starting to think about, okay, how do we work other guys in to make sure everybody's fresh and hot for the postseason? Yeah. And and the thing is, because you don't want to bring a guy just dry off the bench, right. and that that hasn't had any experience whatsoever. Uh, speaking of the Pirates, uh, let's let's mention that a little bit. Is that series? I did not realize that what was really in it for the Pirates. The Pirates, as I'm as I'm coming up and I'm listening, I told you that I was on the road, so I was listening to the Braves broadcast, I was listening to radio, I listened to the stream, and how well the Pirates have done against everybody but their own division. And this basically was kind of make or break today. This would have given them a winning record if they would have beaten against beaten the Braves in the final game of the series. And instead, they don't get that. Uh, however, uh, the Braves, the pesky Pirates, the you know the 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 pesky St. Louis Cardinals, all these teams that don't do well in their division seem to turn it on for the Braves. The Braves have a target on their back. Everybody understands this is the best team in baseball. And we're going to bring our A game. It's like when you watch in the NFL, when you go to take on the Chiefs. It used to be the, the, the Patriots. Now it's the Chiefs. You go to take on the Chiefs, you play your A game. Yeah. You pull out all the stops. You empty the playbook. You do all of that. That's how it is with the Braves. Everybody says this is the best team in baseball. We want to do everything we can to beat them. And so you see things where you'll struggle weirdly. We had to win on Sunday to win the season series against the yes. Pirates. Like, it happens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of best in baseball, uh, going back to what we talked about a little bit a while ago, talking about how six up on the on the Dodgers, three up, I think, going into the day. I don't know where they stand as far as today is concerned when we do this pod. With the Orioles, I think it was three up for the best um, record in baseball as well. So Still, still three up. They're 90 and 52. Atlanta mm-hmm. is 93 and 49. So technically three and a half games. So the Braves still could uh, walk away with that as well if they continue to do well as far as uh, who they face in the future. Uh, speaking of the Pirates, Snit tossed. This is something I've wanted all year. I don't know why. I think it's because I missed the Bobby Cox years. He seemed to be super upset. And that's something Snit's known for taking care of his guys, right? Like, he is. Like he, is a, he is a manager's coach, and every now and then he likes to just kind of remind the guys, like, hey, I'm going to have your back if something stupid happens. And so he went out there, he threw a fit, he got thrown out, he got his money's worth, he absolutely did. Uh, and he was technically right. They had worn mm. both sides, and then you... They did. And I, I don't think the hit-by-pitch was intentional, but mm-hmm. he's right that after you've warned them, when there is a hit-by-pitch, you're supposed to throw the guy out who does it. And so, like, I get it. I, I, I'm not saying mm. that, you know, like, I understand why they didn't throw him out, but... He technically was right, and so he got his yeah. money's worth, but he showed the guys, like, we're not going to let them do that stuff without pushing back on it. I think that's the big takeaway from this, is we're well, going one point to stand in time, up to you guys. At one point, one point in time, if you read his lips, he said, if that were my guy, you would toss him. And he's right. I mean, yeah. if that's a brave that throws against a pirate because the pirates went at, I don't know if they went after Acuna earlier in the game. I'm not going to go that direction. I'm just saying there was a little bit of jawing back and forth. However, if the Braves right. had retaliated in that yes. scenario and hit somebody, you absolutely would have seen that Braves pitcher get thrown out. And so because no of that, that was Snit's point and he's right. And so I think this was one of those ejections that was more messaging than anything. 
He was telling the guys, I'm going to stand up for you. He will also happen to be right. And this thing with Snit is he doesn't always want to get thrown out of the game because mm. he wants them, he, like, he wants to make sure that he can still help the team win. He understands that he is useful because of his experience and everything like that. But this was the perfect storm of uh, a chance to give a message to my guys. And I'm also right. Yeah. So in that situation, I guarantee you that's an ejection that MLB will not fine him for because mm. he was technically correct. Which is the best a kind of correct? Is that to be correct? Exactly. A series win is a series win. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize how good the Pirates are. Their record doesn't show it. However, one of the reasons being, I saw this uh, today. I saw this statistic. I was actually shocked by it. In their own division, they've only beaten the Cubs one time all year long. And, of course, that's in their division. So that's where a lot of their losses accumulated having to play. The, it's like the Braves and Phillies playing each other over and over. And the Braves mm -hmm. and Marlins playing each other over and over. The Pirates, same thing with the Cubs, only getting one win out of it. However... Now, I mentioned Braves-Phillies. That's where we're headed. And it starts with a doubleheader on the opening day and still some question marks as far as the Braves are concerned, except for game one. I think we're all set. But even as I was listening coming uh, coming up as I was uh, as I was traveling, Lindsay, that the, even the radio crew is not real sure who's going to do game one and who's going to do game two. So a lot of undecisives yeah. as far as uh, the opening day. There's been a lot of changes in the Braves' pitching schedule. So last week, when you called up Darius Vines, the idea was he can be there in the bullpen if we need him, but we're going to have him start on Saturday. Spencer Strider gets blown up by the Cardinals. Darius Vines has to come in the game, pitch in relief. They use him again on Friday, and then they call up Dylan Dodd to start on mm. Saturday. Saturday was Charlie Morton's scheduled start day. That was normal rest for him. They pushed him back to Monday so that him and Strider could do the double header. So they call up Alan Winans to do that. Spencer Strider is dealing with the same virus that knocked Austin Riley out of two games last week. So mm. they move Spencer Strider from, from Monday to Wednesday. But now you're in the situation of Michael Soroka shut down for the year. He's not an option. And by the way, I'm not happy about how that played out. I wrote the whole thing up at Bravesoday.com. Yeah. They called him up. And every and I was like, you, this is you shouldn't call him up yet. This is too early. And a lot of the 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 Braves beat was like the date doesn't matter. He's not going to stay up. And then he got hurt, and he's on the injured list, and he gets the service time and all the stuff we talked about. So go read that. Yep. Uh, anyway, so Charlie Morton starting uh, the the official list on the Braves website has Charlie Morton starting Game One versus Taiwan Walker. Right. Game Two is TBD. Max Freed is on normal rest for Tuesday. They're not going to throw him early. They're not like right. this close to the playoffs. They're trying to get guys extra rest. They're not going to throw him early. Spencer Strider's moved to Wednesday. They literally don't have anybody for Monday. Vines pitched on Friday. He can't pitch on Monday. Dodd mm. pitched on Saturday. Winans pitched on Sunday. Schuster pitched on Friday. I think it's Friday in Gwinnett. And so they literally don't have somebody to start on Monday. Uh, in, in game two, I think you're either going to see uh, a transaction to try to get someone. I, I really think AJ Smith-Shawver could be an option. They've said Kyle Wright might be an option. Yes. Uh, he he just finished, he just broke the 50 pitch mark in his most recent rehab start. He's made three rehab starts. Mm. And so he is an option for, for Monday simply because you don't have anybody else. Atlanta had mm. all of these guys they were using as fifth starters, 
And every single one of them, Schuster, Dodd, Vines, Winans, they've all pitched in the last three or four days. And so like, it's, this is not a place Atlanta's been this year. And you don't want to plan on a bullpen game when it's game two of a doubleheader. But you get an mm-hmm. extra guy up on the roster. So you can make uh, right the extra man on the roster. And then when you plan to piggyback him with somebody like AJ Smith-Shawver, and then when you're done, you could send Shaver down and Wright could stay on the roster. So let me give you a scenario okay. of what Braves fans will get absolutely bananas over. Okay. What if Kyle Wright comes in and throws 50 pitches of no-hit ball against oh, the Phillies? Don't, don't, say that. <laughs> don't say that. He faced the, the, the Worcester Red Sox and went 50 pitches was three and two-thirds with one hit, two walks, and seven strikeouts. That's what I'm saying. I'm and just telling you, 50 it was pitches Worcester. of no hit. I ball. feel like I feel like the Phillies' offense is a little bit better than Worcester. Um, but it's game two. It's, it's they've game already, two. They've, they've already played a game. It's they're, game two. They're a little. They're a little. It's still hot in Philly. I'm sorry, we're not in fall weather yet. What if they're a little worn out? What if they start platooning some guys in? What if they're like, hey, we need to fill in. They got a bunch of AAA guys that come and play. What if let we me, see 50 let me, pitches of no-hit ball Lindsay? Let me flip that for you. What happens to Braves fans if we see 50 pitches and it t- and it, that gets them through one and two-thirds innings with seven That's hits and five more rehab. runs? That's all, just more rehab. That's all that is. <laughs> it's Don't ruin my scenario. <laughs> I, I, I would love for Kyle Wright to be back. And the plan was to try to expedite his rehab so he could get at least one start in the regular season. I don't think the ideal scenario was him starting after three rehab starts after being out for three and a half months. But right. if they have to use him, they'll use him. And he's a pro. We saw last year. He won 21 games. He led baseball and wins. He's a quality pitcher. I just, I really hope that they don't push too far too quickly with him because they're desperate. And because of that, him potentially have a setback and not be available for the postseason. Because I do think a fully healthy Kyle Wright is probably a better number four starter than a fully healthy Bryce Elder. And that's not a popular opinion, but that's still how I feel just based on their stuff because I think Kyle Wright is a special pitcher. I don't disagree with that. And I will say, Braves fans, I know that y'all wanted to see him back. I think you will before the season's over with. Everybody keeps asking when, when, when. This may be a scenario where they have to now just because of what Lindsey said. However, if we don't see him on the opening or well the second game of the series which is a, a double header of the day against the Phillies I still got a sneaky suspicion in the next week and a half we're going to see him up at the major league level and you never know he may make his day they may be holding on the Braves the AA as well as Snedeker they're all big on pageantry a little bit from time mm-hmm. to time they may want him to come back at a home series in Atlanta so they may hold him out just for that reason alone if they use him in a rehab start on Tuesday and they don't use him at the major league level, they could turn around and let him start either Sunday in Miami or Monday at home in Atlanta. And the mm-hmm. way that this team feels like they like to do it, they like to give the guys a chance to get their feet underneath them on the road before mm-hmm. they come home. So they absolutely could use him on Sunday uh, in Miami and then turn around and let him pitch a home game the end of the week, give him a Friday night start in the home yeah. Reds and make oh. it do the pageantry and all of that for yeah. it. So that that could be the plan as well. We just we're literally not going to know about that pitcher until Monday morning when this pod drops and when they drop the 
the the official release to the media of the transactions they've made and who's the designated 27th man or I guess 29th man in this case. I'm going three of four, and I think we sweep the doubleheader. I'm going to go two and two simply because I don't know who that starter is going to be. Um, but I, you feel good about having Morton, Freed, and Strider doing three of those four, provided Strider's fully healthy after having the same virus that Austin Riley had, provided he's back to full health. You feel I feel good about at least two of two um, with the with the possibility of three and one. I don't want to call a sweep simply because, one, I did it for the, for the, for the Cardinals. Look how that went. Uh, <laughs> and two, I don't know who that starter's going to be. So Yeah. But I like, will say this. Wright and smith Shaver could be a decent piggyback. That could be a that could be an awesome combo game. As uh, before, we get out of here. I did want to brag on Lindsay a little bit. You went undefeated, right? Play by play. Yes. So I spent the last week doing play by play for the Double A Montgomery Biscuits uh, affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. They went six and zero in those games. Uh, so yeah. they have one series left in the year, and they have a lead in the division. They are on track to make the postseason, and I think we're going to get invited back to do the postseason as well. Their their play-by-play guy was called up to Tampa. They've hired somebody new for next season, but they won't have him until next season. And mm-hmm. so we went six and zero, and I think I I might get the call to come do some postseason games for the biscuits as well. Did you have fun? It was a, it was tons of fun. Now play-by-play is incredibly hard. Let me I've had Ben Ingram on the show, and let me just like kudos to Ben Ingram. That is a hard job to do. He gave me a lot of advice off air because that was the first time I have ever done that. But by Sunday, it sounded fantastic. We had a great game. There's some highlights out there with us in it. If you want to go look at that, it was great. He, he did it with uh, Double D. We've had him on to talk about the Pirates, Daryl Daprich. And so uh, it, it, very cool stuff, as you'll hear him do a little postseason play. If you get the opportunity to, of course, we'll have all your Braves coverage right here on Braves Today. All the written work at bravestoday.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Braves underscore today. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It is going to be three or four against the Phillies. We're going to be celebrating in Miami. I can just tell you that right now. (laughs) I love it. And we're going to see Kyle Wright throw a no-hitter on his opening. (laughs) Oh, man. You talk about hot takes. Zach Blackerby is going to absolutely kill me for putting that out there. So, (laughs) Lindsay, as always, I greatly appreciate your time, brother. Thanks, buddy.